What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about Euphoria, the hit summer HBO show starring Zendaya, who is a former Disney Channel star, now becoming a breakout star in more adult-centric roles. Although in this show she plays a teenager, this is not a Disney Channel show. The show is about Zendaya's character, Rue Bennett, who is a teenager dealing with drug addiction, and she gets a new best friend, Jules, who is transgender female. And Jules is really the main reason why Zendaya's character, Rue Bennett, is trying to get off drugs because of their complicated relationship that is mostly a friendship but somewhat romantic. Okay, now I want to talk about what I like about the show. It deals with a lot of things. This is Degrassi on acid, basically, is what the show is. It deals with a lot of teenage craziness, but I want to talk about the things I particularly loved about this first season of Euphoria on HBO. First off, can we talk about Zendaya? This is the summer of Zendaya, and the rest of us are just living in it. Zendaya in July starred in Spider-Man Far From Home, where she's already broken out as a star because of the first one. I thought she was one of the best things about the first one. Then she has her role is bumped up for the second one. She's in a lot more of Far From Home than she is in Homecoming. And then I start watching the show Euphoria, which I thought it was going to be good, but I didn't think it'd be this good. And she is the clear breakout star. Her character of Rue Bennett is TV's most complicated character and not the usual type of loser drug addict that we get on TV. Rue Bennett is a likable person who just also happens to be addicted to drugs. Nobody thinks she's a loser. A lot of her friends were worried that she died the summer before the show starts. She is a likable person, not the usual drug addict loser that we get on TV who's hated by people. She is beloved by her family and beloved by her friends. She has an addiction. That is her main problem. But the other portions of her life are pretty okay. She doesn't have to worry about a job. She's a regular high school student who's, again, addicted to some serious hard drugs. And it's mostly because of the background story of her father is how she gets addicted to drugs. Again, I just find it refreshing that on TV, first off, I don't think we usually get the female drug addict on TV. So this is something interesting. And I also thought that they didn't do it in like a playful, fun way. When the show starts, Rue Bennett is in the back end of her addiction, so we are not seeing the fun Rue Bennett that most people would get. We didn't get her getting addicted to the drugs. When the show started, Rue Bennett, Zendaya's character, was already on hard drugs. And I thought that was the wise choice, because we all see those shows where the kids go on drugs, and then they do these trippy things when they're on drugs, and we get it. We've seen that before. I thought this was something different. This was something interesting, and again, this is the type of drug addict that we don't usually get on TV. The likable drug addict who people want genuinely to get better. People genuinely want the Rue character to get off drugs. Not just her family, her friends, and even some people she's not that close with in high school are worried about her well-being. I thought that was something refreshing that they haven't given up on her as a character. She's the one who seemingly somewhat gives up on herself. Again, most of the season, she's trying to get over her drug habits. But she's really the one who's causing her addiction to drugs, even though, again, she went through a terrible, her father's death, and then she got addicted to drugs because she was giving them at the hospital. It's a tough background story, but I thought it was refreshing to get something new and not the usual, oh, here's the lame drug addict that no one likes and no one wants to hang out with. 
Another thing this show does so brilliantly is having Rue narrate the lives of the other characters because it's a brilliant way to tell you about secondary characters that you wouldn't care about that much, but because the main character is emphasizing the plot about them, you get interest in them. Again, this has been done on shows before. Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide, the character Ned narrated the show. But the way Rue is narrating, they're they're describing hard lifestyles of these kids. So you are starting to care about these kids through Rue's voice, who knows a lot about their backstories. And I thought it was a brilliant way to introduce the secondary characters and not make the show all about Rue. Although, let's be honest, it's best when it's all about Rue. But if you're going to do these stories about these secondary characters, which I do care about, the best way to do it is through Rue narrating. And the narrations are one of the funniest parts of the show. And it's also one of the most honest parts of the show. I I really like Zendaya narrating the beginning of these episodes, and it's going to be one of the things I miss this summer. I need more things of Zendaya narrating things, documentaries, TV shows. Her narrations at the beginning of the episodes I thought was a brilliant move on the show's behalf. I thought it was really great to to learn about the secondary characters' plot lines through the eyes of the main character. It's always a good idea for the show to do. Have Zendaya's character be the one who shows you what's going on with the other characters. It's a smart usage of the character, especially when your lead is Zendaya. She can make the narration thing entertaining, just like how I Met Your Mother does. Again, just how Ned's Declassified School Survival does when the main character narrates. It's just good for the show overall. Now let's talk about Hunter Schaefer, who is a model. This was her first acting appearance ever. She plays Jules the transgender best friend of Zendaya characters, Rue Bennett, who again is romantically linked to Rue Bennett. I have not seen a lot of transgender characters in main television, and I thought this one was fascinating, and again, the way Hunter Schaefer plays Jules, she is full of energy, she is a loose cannon, and she is all over the place. She is complicated. But I think what's interesting about the show is her main complication in life is not the fact that she's transgender. Again, she is not hated by the people at this high school about her gender and her choices in life. That's not her main decision. Her main thing in life is that she's in, she's confused about her love for Rue and her love for another person who I'm not going to spoil because that's the main thing of the spoiler of the show is who Jules is in love with, which is a very complicated situation. I also find it interesting that the, the, the entire show makes you love Jules throughout season one. And then at the end, it kind of gives her the most unlikable thing to do, which I think is always good for a TV character because Jules is complicated character. Again, she's high energy. She's a fun character to see on screen. The first time you see her on screen, she does some insane things at a party. She's nuts. She's wild. She's a teenager. I thought she's the second best female character on the show by far. And I thought the friendship with Rue can really carry the show in some of the middling episodes where you're like, okay, how is this going to end? You, you kind of forget what's going on when they're on screen together. And you're like, oh, this is amazing. I could watch this for eight hours. It's a type of energy the two of them have together. But I also think Hunter Schaefer brings that energy on screen with whoever she is on screen with. I hope she is in more than just the show. I hope this is a full-on acting career because she's a real delight in the show. And I thought it was really interesting, again, that her main problem in life is not that she's transgender, which I thought was smart of the show to to do more things with this character. She And she's 
yeah, she has, again, a complicated backstory that we haven't fully gotten into in season one. And I just think season two, their friendship and their bond is going to be tested. Again, if, if you've seen the finale like I have, then it's going to be a rough season two start, I think, for them. But I, I can't wait to see where it's going. It's one of the most unique characters. And again, for a first-time actress, she plays it brilliantly, in my opinion. I think she's just one of those actresses, Hunter Schaefer, who doesn't even have to speak to be the most interesting thing on screen. She's just full of energy. She seems wicked chill. I just thought it was a fascinating arc for her character. Again, the beginning of the show, you see her in a really dark place, and, like Rue, and then they become friends, and they bond, and they, again, they become romantically involved in some ways. But... Again, at the end of the season, they go back into that dark place. And I just think her character gets more and more of a loose cannon. She doesn't seem to care about high school. She's a complicated character. And both of these characters seemingly want to become adults. Again, like most teens. And again, that could be used in so many different shows. But the way they do it in this show is just unique. And to do it through the eyes of a transgender girl named Jules is an interesting thing for the show to do. And I think it's brilliantly done. She is one of the best new characters in television, in my opinion. I think she's one of the best. And again, she's the second best female character on the entire show. Now I want to talk about the most complicated character on the show, Nate Jacobs. He is the evil villain of the show, if you will. But he is also the star quarterback of the high school that Jules and Roe go to. He is the bad boy, but he is also desired by most of the females that go there until a certain thing happens, which again, I'm not going to spoil. I just think that Nate Jacobs is one of the most evil, vile people to be on TV in a while. And again, he's a real person. He's not a supervillain. It's really interesting to see real people being terrible on TV. And again, Nate Jacobs is played by Jacob Alordi. And the first time I saw Jacob Alordi in something, he's an Australian actor. He was in the Netflix movie, The Kissing Booth, being, again, a nice guy who falls in love with a girl in a rom-com. That's what The Kissing Booth is. This is the exact opposite kind of thing and that's why I love movies and TV shows where an actor like Jacob Elordi can be in something like The Kissing Booth and then his next big thing is a show like Euphoria which deals with raw and real issues of life. I really thought that this was a complete contrast and again he's he's okay in The Kissing Booth but he's way better in this. He's the villain of the entire show. I think, again, it's complicated because he's dealing with his own issues. And of course, there's a reason why he's this way. And the show wants you to explain why he's this way. But Nate Jacobs is a really, really terrible person. But Jacob Elordi, the second best performance on the show. Him and Zendaya deserve Emmy nominations next year for this show. He was on fire this season of the show. I did not expect this kind of acting performance from the guy that I saw in the kissing booth. It was real. It was intense. And it was nuts what he does throughout the season. And again, I thought he was one of the most compelling real villains I've seen on TV in a long, long time. I'm going to talk about some of the other secondary characters on Euphoria. Maude Apatow, she's famous for being Judd Apatow's daughter. She was in a bunch of his movies. This is the first time I've seen her in something that wasn't directed by Judd Apatow, and I have to say I'm impressed. She plays Lexi, Rue's best friend in in her earlier portions of life. She's delightful, and I think she's the voice of reason on the show. She's kind of Rue's best friend from middle school. While Rue has moved on, Lexi is certainly still thinks of herself as Rue's best friend, and I think that's always an interesting dynamic. She can be kind of jealous of the Jules character at times, 
But I thought throughout the show, again, she's the voice of reason. She's the one saying, this is nuts. You're falling in love with this girl that you really shouldn't be falling in love with to root about Jules. I thought that was another interesting dynamic. And again, it's just, we're kind of seeing the show through Lexi's eyes, if you want my opinion, because we can see that these two characters are kind of making some brass decisions that maybe they shouldn't be doing. And Lexi is like, wow, this is nuts. Lexi also has a sister in the show that makes some really bad decisions. Again, Lexi is really the voice of reason for the entire show. And I thought Maude Apatow was really interesting and especially during the end of season one, she really mastered the tone of humor of the show. She became one of the funniest characters on the show at the end of season one. Actress Alexa Demi plays a character named Maddie. She's the popular girl in school, and she dates the Nate Jacobs character, the one I described as the villain of the show, and she's a really complicated character. I'd seen Alexa Demi in one thing before. She was in a scene of the movie, mid-90s, which is really one of the creepiest scenes of the movie, but again, her character of Maddie is somebody who danced in life, and she is in a really despicable relationship with Nate Jacobs, but she can't get over it because, again, she thinks it's real love, which is obviously something that high school students go through in life. They think they're really in love with someone when the relationship is definitely bad for both parties and I think both of them deep down know how bad this relationship is but for some reason they can't get over it and Angus Cloud plays a character named Fez who is the drug dealer of Rue he is basically the person who got Rue addicted to drugs and I just find this relationship so fascinating because he's the type of character on a TV show that you should really hate he's the reason the main character of the show has all these issues and you should hate him but somehow you don't because he comes off as like and and eventually in the middle in the beginning of season one he wants Rue to get off drugs even though it's not good for his business he sees her as a real person which is interesting and it's not something you usually see from a drug dealer I mean this isn't James Franco from Pineapple Express this is an intense guy he's not really that friendly to most of the other people on the show but he kind of comes in as the big brother of Rue, and I thought that was an interesting relationship. Again, you should really hate this guy almost as much as you hate Nate Jacobs, but for some reason, fans and myself are not hating on this guy the same way. He got the main character of the show addicted, even though it's a choice to do drugs, but he is a criminal in most... He is a criminal, but for some reason, you're letting it go because he has a real affection and compassion for the main character, and that softens the blow of how evil and terrible you might think that he is and I thought that that's an interesting performance and he was really good as a character again I think he doesn't have to do very much it's a it's not that hard of a character to play but I really liked his performance and, and again that's a relationship you never really see the drug dealer who wants the person to get off drugs I thought that was something new and interesting that I hadn't seen before now I want to talk about the man who created the show, Sam Levinson. He is the son of Barry Levinson, who directed movies like Good Morning Vietnam and Rain Man. So clearly his father is a master director. He directed a movie before with Bella Thorne, Assassination Nation. And this is, an, this is another show about females. I just think he's he's kind of becoming the master of telling a female story. I think that's something interesting that you don't see a lot from male directors. Most of the characters on this show, the interesting ones, are females. Again, Nate Jacobs is really the only prominent male character that's interesting enough to carry a scene on his own. The rest of the characters are females. I think that's a good sign for television. Again, that's diversity, and I think that's something that needs to be happening. And again, this is the best show for something like that to be happening, because these actresses are nuts. 
They are insanely talented. And again, I just think he's created the show that is the show of the summer, in my opinion. It is the best show this summer. That's something to be said when Stranger Things Season 3 also came out. I think this is the best show. It's eight episodes. It's a really quick, fast-paced show, and it is by far the show of the summer, in my opinion. I love these shows that are like eight to ten episodes that you can just binge watch really fast. But again, you had to wait week for week for this, and I thought it was brilliantly done and well made. I think Euphoria is an intense ride that takes you in and out of reality. I think it's a heightened version of high school that deals with harsh themes like addiction, abuse, abortion. And something interesting I find about the show is how bad parenting can affect these kids for the rest of their life. Some of these kids make terrible decisions time and time again, but a lot of it has to do about the past of their parents. Even with Rue, her dad is not a bad person. He died, but his death kind of cause this drug addiction and this depression in her life. I mean, that's not something bad about him. And for some of the other characters, like Nate Jacobs' dad, he's the reason his son is a terrible person, and that's on him. These parents are affecting out why these kids are making bad decision after bad decision. And I will say this about Euphoria. The seventh episode of this show is the best TV episode I've seen in a while. Rue deals with basically being paranoid throughout this episode and she's also being right about things so she's right about what's going on in the show like that she's thinking about what's going on with Jules character and she figures out what's going on but she's also being paranoid at the exact same time which makes you feel like something bad is about to happen even though she's right about most of the things going on with her life she is paranoid she's depressed and she wants drugs back in her life and I just thought episode 7 was clearly the best episode of this season it's basically zendaya shines in that episode with Maud apatow there's a scene where zendaya pretend where zendaya is playing a detective and they go in and out of reality with her trying to solve what's going on with jules and nate jacobs is and, and it's one of the most it's it's a wild and intense ride it's it's just one of the best tv episodes i've seen in a long time and if once you, again the other six episodes before that are amazing. I just thought see episode seven of the show was nuts. It was insane, and I loved every single second of it. That's when I became really hooked on this show. Things about Euphoria that I really enjoyed. I just think it's aesthetically pleasing, and the use of music really builds up the intensity. Again, it uses rap songs. It uses hot hip-hop i just thought it's a, it can be a really intense ride and the music and the visuals really help you get into it there's a scene in the season finale where rue is at the hospital and just the way that looks like visually the show is just something different and sam levinson and the other directors of this show did a brilliant job of each episode being visually different and interesting at the same time there's an episode where jules goes and visits her past life and her past friends and i thought that that was visually stunning. I, the carnival episode is nuts. I just think visually, this show is HBO at its best. And it's aesthetically pleasing. And again, the music really builds up the plot. To And again, the, the beat to each episode is insanely good. This is just one of the best. A, HBO continues to be groundbreaking in 
their shows, I mean, hit after hit after hit, HBO is the way to go. It's way better than Netflix, in my opinion. HBO is the king of creating interesting programming. And I will say this about the season finale of season one of Euphoria. It is the most polarizing season finale I've seen. It leaves you wanting more, and it gives you more questions and answers about what's going on with Rue, where does this leave us with Jules, what's going on with Nate Jacobs, what's going on with Fez. There's so many questions questions. Nobody's plot really gets resolved, and I thought that that was an interesting and fascinating way to leave the series. There's definitely going to be a season two. There's just so many questions about where all the characters are going to be at. Even from episode seven to episode eight, you didn't know where the characters were going to be at. There's so many twists, but you can never tell where the show is going. And for me, that's the best use of television, not to make it basic and for the audience not to understand, wow, this is where they should go, and then they do the opposite. That's just interesting, and they're usually making the right decisions. I think a lot of people will probably not enjoy the season finale of the show. Breaking news, Zendaya sings in the final episode, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was her. It was a really good song that she sings. I'm not going to spoil when she sings or how she sings. I just thought it was interesting, and I just think it leaves the show, and it leaves me wanting so much more euphoria, which is always something good. Again, it was a quick eight episodes, but it felt like a lifetime because of how entertaining it was. And for an entire year of waiting for season two, I will be thinking about the performances of Zendaya, Hunter Schaefer, and... Uh, and what Jacob Elordi all year long. Those three performances deserve a Best Actress nomination, a Best Supporting Actress nomination, and a Best Supporting Actor nomination at the Emmys. Those three people, those three young people put on some of the best acting performances in these episodes. Each of them bring their own unique things. Zendaya, star of the show. Hunter Schaefer, breakout star of the show. Jacob Elordi, who knew that that guy from the kissing booth had that in him? These performances needed to be reward, need to be rewarded immediately and you all need to go see Euphoria. It's real, it's raw, it's intense. It's the best show of the summer. Watch Euphoria on HBO. For listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight, again, I'm Cameron McKinney. There'll be a new episode of Pop Culture Spotlight every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Thanks again for listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe. This week, I put the spotlight on the HBO series Euphoria. Next week, I'm putting the spotlight on actor Miles Teller and the sci-fi movie starring Robert Pattinson, High Life. Tune into that, tune into this, and please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks again.